Podcast. Stu, Angie, and Janelle Podcast. Your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Morning. Morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. I don't know about you guys, but yesterday afternoon, uh, there was a video that went on Twitter and just woke up the whole nation. The yeah. nation and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a surprising and shocking announcement yesterday from CTV National's Lisa Laflamme that she will no longer be at the desk delivering that national newscast to us every day as she has done for 35 years. And the number one question that everyone was asking is why? Why? You were getting that question yesterday. We were all getting that question because we work for the same company, right? It's Bell Media, CTV, but um, we can't pretend to know any of the operations that happen in all of the different arms in all of the different sectors of this company and certainly don't know anything in the inside workings of CTV Toronto or CTV National. We found out just the same as you. Yeah. Yeah. It's very surprising, though. Very surprising because she was always... You know, transparent, honest, professional, just the top of her game. So I yeah. think people are just like, why? I remember during the uh, royal wedding uh, in 2011, she joined us from London. And I remember just how classy and mm. and conversive she was. I yeah. mean, she's a great broadcaster. Well, as anyone, I mean, as you know, and as people were pointing out on Twitter yesterday, anyone in media looked up to her yeah. as a mentor, as something to emulate. Like, I mean, when you're like a young person, like I was at you know the beginning of my career, trying to jump into journalism and then TV broadcasting. I mean, you looked up to you know women like Pamela Wallen, Beverly Thompson, Lisa Laflamme, yeah. and you just looked at them like they are the badass women of media. You know, mem- remember when she uh, changed her hair color? To gray? Yeah, that was a big deal. And that was sad how big of a deal that yeah. became. Because nobody talks about a male anchor when his uh, hair goes gray. No. 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 Nobody started to go, oh, Lloyd Robertson's going a little uh, more gray than salt and pepper. Like, yeah. nobody does that. But yet, when she decided to just let it grow out naturally, and she did let it grow out naturally. Yeah. You saw the transition <laughs> of the, the brown leaving yeah. and the gray coming in. And she, you know, that was her. She's just natural and transparent. And I don't understand why people made such a big deal about that. But it's... There is a very different brush that is painted for, you know, women in these positions Mm -hmm. than men. Yeah, big time. It's true. You know, you look at the ages that a lot of these broadcasters left, like 77 and 69 and, you know, Lisa's 58. Yeah. And so people were wondering if is is it an age thing? Is it is it is it something more? Maybe it was something behind the scenes that nobody knows, you know? that's, That's the issue. Something behind the scenes. So we don't know. It, we just know that it was a sad day, as everyone was saying, for Canadian media. She was, uh, you know, an icon in, in a lot of different ways, and uh, she will be missed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Are you guys looking to travel, going anywhere anytime soon? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Where are you Janelle going, Janelle? Is a world traveler. Anywhere. I just want to go somewhere out of Canada. <laughs> okay. You're not going to go to Mumbai, India. Uh, that wasn't really on the list, no. <laughs> I wanted to go there, but after I saw this fact, uh, probably not. Breathing the air in Mumbai, India for one day is the equivalent of smoking two and a half packs of cigarettes. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That is some serious smog yeah. and pollution. Yep. Yeah, Two my parents have traveled there. Have they? Uh, maybe not Mumbai, but they've been to India and they told me how terrible the air quality was. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. I wonder I wonder how that compares to places like Japan or something, yeah. right? Like, There's like places in yeah, in China as well that just have like people walk around with masks well all the time. The pandemic. Yeah. They were always wearing them there. Yeah. You yeah. definitely have to mask up. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's interesting. That is a useless fact. Give you that. All right. I need a score, Janelle. Yeah. Out of ten. I think I'll give you an eight on that this morning. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Angie? I'll piggyback. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an eight. No, it smells like an eight. That's pretty good. All right, uh, to the text machine we go at ten zero thirty. We all know it's not going to be Borleans. Hashtag beautiful Barhaven from Gusto, but I need a score though. Mm-hmm. Well, he oh. sent that before he, he you did that before, yeah. yeah, because you said it was about a place that you're yes, not going to want to yes, go yes, to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dump Truck Mike is giving it a 9.5 out of 10. Says that's Thank quite you. scary. Yeah. It is a scary fact. That's mm. terrible. I couldn't imagine. Holy smokes, says Landscape Lady, giving you a 10 this morning. Stewart's n- number one neurotic uh, f- mama gives him a 10. I'll stick with traveling to Ottawa. <laughs> oh, she's coming to visit. Mom's yeah. coming. Mom's okay. coming. Uh, Sleepy Lees, uh, she's giving you a two. Ooh. Why? Oh. The average just dropped. I knew that because we know someone that lived there for a bit because of work. It is nasty air over there. Mm. You know what? Start reading Sleepy Lees like she sounds. I'm going to give you a two because I don't <laughs> like you, Stu. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, is there a Mumbai cough, like a smoker's cough, but like a Mumbai cough because you just live in that. 8 yeah. out of 10 from Hall of Famer, or former Hall of Famer Gusto. A lot of raspy voices in Mumbai. Yeah. I would imagine. A 9, bottom of the bucket list for a reason from Moonlight Girl. Mm. A Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. Wow, that's a dry fact, yet worthy of a 10. Yes, it is. Mm. Well and, done. And, and Connie the Wound Care Nurse goes, that's terrible. I wonder what the rate of lung cancer is there. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. right? She gives me an 8. Yeah. Don't even have to pick up a cigarette. Still yeah. get the lung cancer. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, I think most of you probably saw that press conference with Doug Ford last week where he swallowed a whole darn bee. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> in the middle of talking, this bee that's swarming around his mouth goes in, <laughs> swallows it, takes a sip of water, and is like, okay, that bee's buzzing around in my belly now. So he followed that up yesterday while he was in Ottawa. He was here for a press conference talking about this whole thing about giving mayors more power in certain cities. And uh, he pretended to cough up that very same bee before his press conference. Listen. Boy, what, what a warm, warm welcome. And <coughs> hold on. <coughs> hold on. Oh, there, I finally got him. You know, he's been, <laughs> he's been, he's been hanging around for a while. He's twice the size that he came in at, I'm telling you. <laughs> he and pulled I, out I'll, his I'll whole, you, like, like, toy bee. <laughs> I love uh, when uh, politicians try to be funny. You know what? It was, it, it, he got a lot yeah. of good press about that whole thing, just the way he shook it off. You know, yeah. like there's yeah. a lot of things he could have done in that moment after swallowing a bee, but he kept his cool. <laughs> Got to give him that. So uh, Wayne Gretzky, ooh, this is not cool. He, uh, the great one, is in the middle of a $10 million lawsuit Wow! right now. Who's suing Wayne? The guy who created OMG Gum. So this gum uh, alleged that it was a weight loss gum. You chew it and you drop pounds. Oh, okay. So Wayne, All right. Wayne Gretzky got involved with the company and they uh, eventually hired on his wife, Janet Gretzky, to be a spokesperson for the product. She's all over the ads. So Wayne 
they allege in this lawsuit, came out with a story, a lie about the gum, saying that he himself chewed it for a two-month span and it helped him lose 35 pounds. That sounds outrageous. Right? Yeah. I love Wayne, but I can't get behind that. So then the guy behind the gum, Stephen Sparks, alleged that Wayne used that lie to boost the company's stock because Wayne bought stock in the company. And then, like, dumped Uh. it. But then uh, he says that he had no idea that Wayne was actually lying about his weight loss, but says that he had reinvested money and everything when the stock started to go up. But then Wayne eventually admitted that he had fabricated the weight loss, and that caused the company to tank. So he's going after him now for the $10 million. He says he is out of pocket, all thanks to Wayne's lie about his weight. I mean, you should know that it's almost impossible to lose 35 pounds yeah. in two months. Like, uh, by the way, chewing gum. just speaking, chewing gum and doing nothing else. Speaking of sponsorship deals, I know that if you buy a, a new vehicle at Barhaven Ford, you lose 20 pounds. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Careful. Careful. They're going to come after you. Oh. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. What room is considered the heart of your home? And what goes on in there? We're asking you this this morning because a new survey asked families that very question. Like, what do you consider to be the heart of your home? Where is everyone converging, you know, for the most part of the day? And kind of no surprise, kitchen was the top answer with them averaging out about 400 hours in the kitchen each year, which actually seems low. Yeah. Now, like when you when you think about that, there's like 365 days in the year. So it's just like it's an hour and 10 minutes a day. Oh my gosh! Like, I, not ne- a I feel lot. like I never leave my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I mean, people are spending a lot more time in there because they're cooking and they're cleaning and they're yeah. It's true. So, Stu, what would you say is the heart of your home? Well, the kitchen, obviously, because I spend a lot of time in there. And whenever I've had a party, I haven't had one in a long time. Everyone always gravitates towards the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The kitchen party. Yeah. The East Coast thing too. Yeah. yeah. So your family spends a lot of time there now, though, together. Uh, yeah, not together, but yes. <laughs> In our own corners. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what a heart of the home. Yes. <laughs> it's funny, though, because I think, like, now more people, you know, do that because I think homes are a lot different now than they used to be. Mm-hmm. They're open concept now for the most part. So yeah. if you're in the kitchen, you're not cut off from, you know, everyone else in, like, the living room off to the side or whatever. But, like... Growing up, that was not the case. Like growing up, I would say the heart of our home was the living room. And because the kitchen was cut off, that was a place we went in to eat, whatever. But then everyone would migrate out to the living room. And I think that's because also not not just homes changing, but habits changing. Because it used to be like tune in television. Yeah, that's very true. You know, Tuesday nights were these shows. Thursday nights, you couldn't stream anything. So it would be like the whole family parked themselves in front of the living room TV. And like you'd hang out together and watch the same shows it wasn't like i didn't have a tv in my bedroom we didn't have a rec room with you know Mm -hmm. a separate home theater or whatever so like everybody always gathered in that one room around the one tv you'd go through the tv guide and see what movie was gonna be on for the weekend and you'd all (laughs) have to collectively agree like okay we're all gonna watch this one because this is the only tv we have i mean this is why i watched dallas growing up because my parents had it on (laughs) but even now my, my kids still eat in the kitchen but my daughter will go off to the dining room and you know be on her phone yeah. And that's fine. I oh. 
understand. Well, and that's kind of blocked off in your house. Yeah, that's why. What about well. in your apartment? <laughs> like, what is the heart of your home in your apartment? Oh, it's the living room, easily. Like, and yeah. I mean, we do have a fairly open concept apartment. Uh, you, you know, you walk in, it's our living room pretty well. There's a spot with a table, which we never eat at. And then the kitchen, <laughs> it's like a big L shape. And it's, it's mm-hmm. fairly open with itself. Because, yeah, I mean, we make our food and then we go and we sit in the living room. Yeah. And we hang uh, out there and we have our dinner there. And we, yeah, mm-hmm. we spend way too much time on our couch. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the heart of our home. I love the conversations that go on in the kitchen. And I think it's the setup. So we have like stools at the sort of island in the kitchen. And my mm-hmm. kids will sit there and talk to me while I cook. So in my house now, for sure, like we're always all in the kitchen. Because then after the meal is done, everybody goes off into their own directions now. Right. So it is yeah. the one part of the day where you kind of collectively get together and actually learn about what your kids did the music goes on (laughs) we're vibing you know cooking and chatting and all of that and i love that part of it but you know what surprisingly enough not everyone that we asked on our facebook page and you know this morning has said the kitchen or the living room even some of you have some very unique rooms in your home that have become the heart of the home Mm -hmm. and uh we'll get into those but what is it for you at your place what do you do in the heart of your home what is that room for you? Give us a call, 750-1100, or text it in at 10-030. Turns out we all have a very different idea of what the heart of the home is. And some of you have chosen some unique rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big time. Um, but that's what we're asking you this morning. What is the heart of your home where you're spending the most time? And just, like, what are you doing in that room as well? For both, for all of us, it would seem to be, like, the kitchen and the living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not for you. No, not for Laura. She says for them, it's their screened-in porch that's just off the kitchen. It overlooks the backyard. Lots of family, friends, food, wine, and games happening in there. Oh, that sounds lovely. You know, yeah. we, we have friends who have... Uh, a sunroom and I'm so jealous of it and every time we go there I'm like let's hang out in the sunroom it's so warm and cozy and nice yeah and the bugs can't get in I know yeah (laughs) (laughs) um for Ben I can relate to Elizabeth's comment on her Facebook page she says my my garage houses my sports car Mm. oh yeah, That's I can her. relate to that. Happy place. You yeah. want to change your answer now from the kitchen to the garage? <laughs> Maybe. You Possibly. probably spend a you lot get, of time in there. You get some peace and quiet in there. You can buff yeah. up your car, make it yeah. nice and shiny. <laughs> Uh, Betty says that it's their games room and they really, you know, through COVID, it saved them, they said. Friday nights, the only place the kids Mm. could come and enjoy the downtime, pinball, arcade games, kick back, have some pizza, some fun. And now they just do a lot of their birthdays and celebrations in there. That's awesome. I want to go to Betty's house. You have a (laughs) pinball machine in your house? Like, yeah, that's going to be where I'm hanging out too. Definitely the heart of the home. I like uh, CJ's answer and I don't know that we can do better on this one. He says it's his bedroom. That's the heart of his home. But uh, when talking about what goes on in there, he says absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, while the investigation still continues about the shooting that happened on the set of the Alec Baldwin movie, that movie Rust, um, yesterday the medical examiner ruled Helena Hutchins' death on the set of that movie to be a tragic accident. But then the FBI released a forensic report uh, saying that this type of gun that Alec Baldwin was holding that shot that fatal bullet could not have been fired without someone first pulling the trigger. 
it could not have gone off without the trigger being pulled, which was what Alec Baldwin has maintained the entire time is that this gun just went off itself and that he never pulled the trigger. In fact, with his big sit-down interview with Good Morning America, this was a big point that he wanted to get across. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, no, no. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. So uh, this is not the best news for his legal team, trying to spin this now. Even if it was accidental, yeah. the fact that he's been denying the whole time that it was even yeah. pulled, and now the FBI is saying it's not possible it wasn't pulled, it just hurts the case. So prosecutors have not yet decided if any charges are going to be filed. They're still going over all of these documents, but the release of these new ones from the FBI certainly help uh, mount their case, but he's already involved in lawsuits over this. You know, this whole her, story stinks. With her family, you know, they filed a wrongful death lawsuit against uh, Alec Baldwin, so it just continues to spiral. So, anyone have an Amazon Prime membership? Yes? I do, yes, yes. Yes, right? That means you can not only get your packages delivered cheap, but you also can stream shows, right? Yeah. yeah with your Prime membership? Well, someone's coming for Amazon Prime, and it is Walmart. So oh. Walmart has reached a streaming deal with Paramount. So they're going to have Walmart Plus. And you'll be able to get Paramount Plus streaming. Oh so you'll be able oh. to check out shows like Star Trek or Paw Patrol, etc. But their answer to Amazon Prime will be like 13 bucks a year. You'll be able to get free shipping of online Walmart purchases, free grocery deliveries for orders of at least 35 bucks, and then discounts on prescriptions and gas, all with your Walmart Plus membership. Oh, man. Yes. Like, I can see how this is going to be very appealing to a certain oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Your groceries and everything. Free grocery free delivery? delivery. Like that's big. Yeah. A lot of people are yeah. driving to the parking lot to get yeah. them to put it in the trunk and the whole thing, right? So I mean, why wouldn't they do this? It's kind of brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There you go. Another option for you. And that's what's trending brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? Today we have on the line with us. Um, Jeff and Natalie. So, Stu, you and Jeff will be going first this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Let's take this for the win. Oh, we got her, bud. Okay. Uh, choice of categories? Well, thanks to Lindsay from Barhaven for sending in our category. Oh, no. <laughs> Lindsay from Barhaven? Oh, no. I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. So, our categories are either double E or double T. Which category would you like, Jeff? Double T. Double T. All right. Three, two, one. This is another word for margarine. Butter. Yes. And you take your golf. Um, Butter. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're hitting your, your ball uh, in the, uh, you're bowling and it goes to the bad place. Gutter. Yes. And this is very, it's not sweet. It's on my tongue. It's very, eh. Bitter. Yes, and I'm going to write a, uh, one of these and send it in the mail. Letter. Yes, and uh, uh, I'm much blank at this game than I ever have been. Better. 
Yes, and uh, we're, yeah. I am surprised at how well Jeff did there. <laughs> you did awesome. You had everything like so quickly. Well, what, well, excuse me. What about my 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 descriptions? <laughs> well, Jeff's never even heard of this game before. Oh, he hasn't. This is his very first time playing. Oh, hey, cool. Hey, Jeff. Welcome. He didn't even know how to play. <laughs> Let's je- le- let Jeff win. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, you got uh, six out of seven, which is a great score, especially with Stu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on the line, Jeff. We'll right. see if that's enough okay all right we're gonna go over to natalie good morning natalie good morning hey they did pretty good eh? yeah they did i'm a little worried now. <laughs> you, you should be we've got this win okay um all right so we have to for sure get a perfect score if we want to uh, cinch the deal but uh, six to tie even okay okay double e is your category double e words ready yep in the morning, okay, sorry, three, two, in the morning, you drink Coffee. a cup, yeah, uh, and a Cherokee is a type of what vehicle? Jeep. Yes, uh, the black and white stripes, he blows a whistle. Jeep. Oh, uh, referee. Yes, uh, this is a disc that kids toss and they catch. A frisbee. Yes, uh, and it's a wind, it's a light what blowing? Just uh, a light. Breeze. Yes, uh, and uh, at night you go to? Uh, bed. No, but uh, you're, what sleep, do you do? Sleep. Yeah. Uh, and then the health and safety, what at your work? You got a form a doctor. Oh, uh, like no. a committee. committee. I was trying to get you oh. a committee. And that we means are. we're tied. Tied. We are tied. <laughs> All right. Hang on, Natalie. Okay. So let's go for a, um, a low dice roll this morning for the win. So we'll uh, go first for Stu and Jeff. Oh, 18. That's not a good one. Oh, that's not <laughs> low. That's not low. <laughs> Angie and Natalie, a one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry for Jeff, but play again because you were really good. Call in again, Jeff. Uh, Natalie, the winner today. Woo-hoo. You. <laughs> All right, tell her what she's won. You have got yourself a $50 gift card to Magic Cuts. Plus, you'll be entered in for our grand prize draw, which is a uh, chance to win free haircuts for a year, valued at 300 bucks. Amazing. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Good luck and congrats. Thank you. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. All right, here it is, your chance to win your way into the Backstreet Boys. We're going to be giving you a chance to do this every single day this week. And uh, Catherine Dines actually has chances as well. So lots of opportunity to get to that show. Mm -hmm. And we have this morning on the line with us, Chantel, the lucky caller through. Good morning. Oh, my God. I'm like, my heart's hurting right now. (laughs) (laughs) Chantal, if you can win this, you are going to be off to see the Backstreet Boys in the Move 100 Party Suite, September 1st at the CTC. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to make you work for it a little bit, girl. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. This contest is the Backstreet's Back Words Contest. All right. You following us? Yep. All right. So you're going to have to spell something backwards that we put in front of you, okay? Okie dokie. You have to listen very carefully <laughs> to this one. Okay. Of course, it's all things Backstreet Boys. This is one of their biggest hit albums in the 90s. Millennium. Can you spell millennium backwards? Okay. Go. Millennium backwards. Go. M. Millennium backwards. 
Hold on a second. Millennium you can't spell it. <laughs> go, go, go. Go. Off go. the top of okay, your head. So M-U-I-N-I-L-L-I-M. Millennium. Uh, incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of close. But you were, you were close. M-U-I-E-N-I-L-L-I-M. <laughs> no. <laughs> and to be fair, yesterday when I was typing up this word, I was like, huh. I didn't realize that Millennium... M-U-I-N-N-E-L-L-I-M. There you go. Yeah, you You got it. it You got it. (laughs) I'm like, hey, where's my vocabulary? No, fun fact, Millennium has two L's and two N's. I didn't know that. I I said it the other day. I can't even spell Millennium forwards. (laughs) We're not going to go that hard on you, Chantal. You have the tickets. Oh, my God. Can I have a heart attack? (laughs) Sure. Permission. Millennium. Yes, Millennium. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell that. You're gonna remember day. that Two forever L's now. <laughs> Congratulations! Yay. Enjoy your time at the show in the Ooh. Move 100 suite. To see you in the Backstreet Boys. Thank you so much. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? such a great moment when Olivia Rodrigo surprised her fans at one of her tour stops and brought out Alanis on stage with her to sing You Oughta Know. Uh, Just an incredible moment. And like for her in general, because imagine Olivia Rodrigo, and she has said this a million times, she first heard Alanis when she was 13 years old. Wow. Driving in the car with her parents. And she heard the song Perfect from Jagged Little Pill. And she was like, you can write songs like that? Yeah. <laughs> and it just changed her whole thought about songwriting and music in a totally different way. So then fast forward. She's not only singing with her idol on stage at one of her tours. Alanis has spoken openly about being such a fan of Olivia's music. Yeah, the compliment that that must feel at such a young age. Yeah, (laughs) she's 19 years old. And now Olivia Rodrigo has just been gifted the honor of inducting Alanis Morissette into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame at the upcoming gala next month. Wow. So that means she comes out on stage, she and some other artists will perform a medley of Alanis hits, and then she has the honors of giving her that induction. That is so cool. That's That's very cool. Mm -hmm. So they're selling tickets for that show. That's coming up September 24th at Massey Hall in Toronto. So this is such a bizarre story, and I'm just trying to like dig around because it's crazy. Wayne Gretzky, the great one, is being sued for $10 million. He's at the center of this lawsuit over OMG gum. So this was a gum that was put out by this guy, Stephen Sparks. He claimed that it was a weight loss gum. And in fact, they even got Wayne Gretzky's wife, Janet, to be the spokesperson for the gum. She's all over the promotion for it, like running and looking all fit. <laughs> because all it you, takes is gum. <laughs> just chew this gum and you'll lose weight. And in fact, that's what Wayne allegedly did as he started talking to everybody and telling them that when he chewed this gum for about two months, he lost about 35 pounds. Yeah. He bought stock in the company. Of course, the stock skyrocketed when Wayne did that and said he lost 35 pounds in two months. And then this guy claims that Wayne eventually admitted that he had fabricated the weight loss 
And that caused the company to then tank and then tanked this entire uh, thing, this $10 million that this guy now says that he has lost because Wayne basically pulled out and Mm. exposed it as a sham. So now he's going after him for that $10 million loss. Yeah, good luck. OMG. Yeah, I've never even heard of this gum before. It doesn't seem like it was a big thing. (laughs) 35 pounds in two months just chewing gum? Come on. When was Wayne Gretzky ever like 35 pounds heavier? He's never in my eyes been. Honestly. I don't know. (laughs) And that's what's trending. Brought to you by DeFalco Wines for brewers and winemakers. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello. Hi, is this Tammy? Yeah. Tammy Turgeon? Yeah. Uh, do you like wine? Yeah. How much do you like it? Why? <laughs> Think really hard, Tammy. Why would we be asking you about wine? Oh, no kidding. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, it's Move 100 calling. <laughs> oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Tammy, you entered our uh, contest to try to get on our Prince Edward County wine tour, did you? I did. Well, congratulations. You are our very first winner. Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you. We're going to pick you up. <laughs> Who's coming with you on the bus? It'll be my husband, Luke. Awesome. Nice. Well, we look forward to busing with you and Luke to Prince Edward County. We'll sip wine all day, and we'll make sure uh, you get back, too. Well, that's great. We okay. look forward to meeting you. Well, thank you. Me, too. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, this story was shared to me by, you know, the local family uh, from the Smiths Falls area from a friend of theirs and reading this story from their GoFundMe page set up uh, by their friends. And it's about the Stannis Street family. They've been model citizens, they say, in their small community near Smiths Falls. Megan works as a Catholic school teacher and has been shaping the minds of young children there for over two decades. Brad also works for the school board in technology. They have three kids, Aaron, Gabriel, and Sophia. And unfortunately, a life-threatening diagnosis has shattered their once kind of normal, happy lives. So this summer started like any other. Their 14-year-old son, Aaron, just happy to have a break from school, spending his time with family, soaking up the sun. And suddenly, the whole family fell ill with COVID. Everyone was feeling unwell. They spent the week at home recovering. Everybody did except for Aaron. Aaron just became sicker and sicker. So they took him to a clinic and the family was just hoping that he wasn't suffering from long COVID. So the medical personnel didn't like what they saw, suggested they take him to Chio. And the triage nurse at Chio knew something was seriously wrong right away. He was pale, lethargic, lost close to 20 pounds in two weeks. Oh, wow. And Aaron was rushed in immediately. He was given a bunch of tests, immediate blood transfusion. He had dangerously low hemoglobin levels. And a few hours later, the family were given the crushing diagnosis that 14-year-old Aaron has acute leukemia. And it had come on so quickly and so viciously, his condition just kept deteriorating and even surprised the medical professionals. So Aaron has a long road ahead, as you can imagine. Today, in fact, he will undergo the bone marrow aspiration, which will tell his oncologist just exactly the course of the next several months he'll have to remain at chio for at least six months they've been told at this point and while other teenagers are going to parties and dates and learning to drive over the next three years he will be receiving cancer treatments so 
During this time, of course, his family has been separated more than usual. His mother will need to stay close to Aaron while Brad will try to keep things as normal as possible for their two other children. And this will require, as we know, lengthy hotel stays, costs for medications that are not covered by insurance, meals, gas, etc. So the family, the community trying to rally around them, um, set up a GoFundMe to try to help make this heartbreaking diagnosis a little less stressful for this time um, and help them get through the next few months. So the GoFundMe page they've set up is Help Aaron in His Fight Against Leukemia. If you want to look that up, we'll probably also post a link. But Mm -hmm. um, we're just hoping that this local family feels the love and support from not only their small community but the whole city at large it's just nightmare for Aaron you'll you'll beat this yeah you've got it unfortunately you know that journey all too well Stu so yeah uh, we're really pulling for that whole family making a donation right now GoFundMe page help Aaron in his fight against leukemia and that's all the feels on move 100